NOP host Chris Bashin recently relocated from Chicago to Los Angeles, but before leaving, he recorded a series of nerdy topics with some of his best guests and friends. These are their stories. And we're back. This time, my guest on mic with me is Jeremy Connie. Jeremy, what is the topic that we are discussing? Guys, I'm really excited about this. We're going to be talking about a band called The Megas. The Megas? The Megas, as in referencing Mega Man. The Mega Man. Do you want to set the stage about who sure. the Megas are? Yeah, so the Megas are a rock band, and they've done essentially three albums that have taken... Uh, the idea of each Mega Man game, one through three, there's plenty more Mega Man games, but they chose to do Mega Man one, two, and three as concept albums, essentially. Mm -hmm. And this is actually a good segue into the first question I had for Chris, is I wanted to hear how you would describe the concept of what the Megas are doing. Like, what are the Megas doing? Uh... How would you describe it? The Megas are 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 <laughs> telling a narrative story with the power of rock. Um, they, I, I think, they really are like the Black Mages. Are you familiar with the Black Mages? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like the Black Mages, except um, where the Black Mages just do like rock covers of Final Fantasy battle music. Um, the Megas do that plus tell a story with their lyrics, which I think is really cool. Um, and especially the way they do it, and I, I don't know if we want to jump into this right now, but they really, like, with each song, they pick a point of view for that Robot Master, which is so cool, and it works, it, like, worked perfectly with Mega Man. Like, I don't think there's a song that's from the point of view of Mega Man, is there? There's several. Okay. There, there are songs that bridge and tell parts of his experience, but nothing's, like, uh, a single song for him because he's right. too too broad of a character too big of a character yeah. much like dr light doesn't have one song he has mm -hmm. several mm -hmm. uh, as well as dr wiley uh, just to add on to your idea of what um the description of the megas are it, you hit it on the head i actually take the other approach of describing them and i take the proto men mm -hmm. who tell a narrative story with the universe of mega man but they don't really use the actual music involved i've listened to the proto men and i could not I yeah get into it i couldn't i don't i don't either yeah. like they're not my i've 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 had some fun listening to them but if I'm going to listen to something that's taking from video game, video game, video game music, I kind of want it to be a bit closer, which mm -hmm. is why the Megas hit so hard for me, is literally every song that they do is taking, is a cover of a song from Mega Man. Yeah. It's just greatly or slightly to greatly expanded upon yeah. in a way that you were just talking about. Like narratively, they're taking things in a cool course as well as the music. Uh, I have a question for you before, you before you bombard me with questions, which I'm excited about. <laughs> so I'm a video game music connoisseur. 
I have a ridiculous amount of game soundtracks on my hard drive, on my iPod. I have covers. I have the Black Mages. I have the Hyrule Symphonies. I've got it all. Uh, and I had never heard of the Megas <laughs> until you introduced until, me. I was like, today. hey, Chris. Yeah. Have you heard about the Megas? And you're like, like no. Nope. Um, and I, I seek this shit out. So yeah. I don't know how I missed them. Uh, and I'm very thankful that you introduced me to them. They they lived on my they are permanently on my iPod and was my constant listen to for like two months. Yeah. Um, so how did you find them? I don't remember. Okay. I it I think it had to have been like a recommended choice on Spotify mm. or something, but I just got one song and then I just went down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's how it happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh and yeah it from how much i love this band and i similarly after i got into them went like full bore into listening to them all the time (laughs) and i got in around album two and you had to wait (laughs) and i had to wait for album three and then when album three dropped i was just like obsessing about it for a long time and that's and album three is when i started talking to everybody about it and everybody is in the same position. No one's heard of them. No. No one's heard of them. I don't think they, um, I don't know about the Proto Men. I don't think the Megas. Push... Proto Men is pretty popular. It, but I don't know if the Megas, like, push themselves as hard. Mm. Um, like the actual band itself. Um, I don't know. I don't know, like, what they do for their marketing or. I, I think for them, like, it's very much like a side gig. Probably. I did read, um, a, a thing they would love to do is to do a concert in Japan for Keiji Inafune. They oh, would, wow. They would love to play for Keiji Inafune. Oh, wow. Um, and they've done tours um, and whatnot, but they release their albums so sporadically and so far apart that I think it's hard for them to maintain their momentum. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. It's, it's true. It does yeah. feel like it's a side gig. Yeah. But they have achieved some pretty cool stuff for it being, mm-hmm. if, if it's not their main thing, which mm-hmm. their web presence doesn't suggest that it is. No. Uh, but... Like album three is amazing for people that is that is not their their main force. Yeah, yeah. So question. Yeah, I love getting so, questions. Uh, Nobody asks thank me you. Questions. Uh, first of all, thank you so much for letting me interview you. Yeah, I know this is your podcast, and this is usually your job, uh, and your joy to do. It is a joy of mine this time to pick your brain about <laughs> this topic. So we went through and talked about sort of the concept of what the Megas are trying to achieve. And we actually already hit on a question that I uh, wanted to ask you, which is how do you think the band fits in the universe of uh, video game cover bands? I think they're particularly unique. Um, Do you think that they are doing something uniquely special in these albums that they're doing? Uh, yeah, I can't think of anybody that does what they do. Um, like I mentioned the Black Mages earlier. Um, I've heard of, I've heard Metroid Metal, which is like rock covers of Metroid. Uh, I've heard of the Mini Bosses, which is like, um, more rock covers of, um, just like a whole splattering of NES games. Um, and the thing that, as far as I know, that none of these people do that the Megas do is lyrics and a point of view. Um, usually like cover bands, like if you go to OC Remix, which is like a website of just people loving game music and doing covers of game music and whatnot, um, it's people doing, uh, just kind of their rendition of a song. And it's usually not with lyrics because most video game music, most, most video game music does not have lyrics. 
You know? right. So it's like, right. we're going to take Zelda and make it orchestrated, which is right. beautiful and great. Um, I think the Megas have uh, kind of really struck a lucky thing with what they do. Because like when I think about Zelda, I don't know if I want lyrics on the Hyrule field theme. Right. You know, like... Um, and I think I think this kind of goes back to Mega Man specifically. Like Mega Man is known. I mean, in Japan, he's Rock Man because the music is really important, and they wanted it to be like this driving, rocking music, even though it's. Oh, deep. that's where rock comes from. That's where rock comes from. Really? Proto Man. Oh, because rock and roll, rock and obviously. Roll. Yeah. yeah. Is blues in oh, Japan. Yeah. Like it's all music. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't don't know that I ever put that together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Um, the music itself naturally wants to like be expressed, I think, in this way, and I think it's a testament to the original NES composer that they they can take her tunes and make these amazing yeah songs with them, and then add lyrics on top of it. I think it's also a a pretty nice palette to go off of in terms of narrative. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not a ton going on in Mega Man games. No, like it's it's a nice bear foundation <laughs> jumping and shooting man <laughs> jumping and shooting he just jumping and shooting riding on cars <laughs> so whereas like zelda mm-hmm. you get a pretty rich story there mm-hmm. uh and i wouldn't necessarily want to see an extra pov on link mm-hmm. and zelda uh or that for them to futz with that but with Mega Man, you don't really get anything with all the robot masters you don't get anything yeah. so this this extra character progression that they're doing, I think is also, I also think is pretty special to what most video game cover bands are doing. Well, and I think it was, again, especially with specifically Mega Man, like when you look at a game like Mega Man 2, which is what their Get Equipped album is based on, um, you've got eight robots. So right there, they've got eight songs that they know they should need to write. And they just look at their designs and look at their levels and hear the music and then kind of write, you know, what these robot masters are probably like, mm-hmm. you know, like Bubble Man is like kind of wussy and trying to like live up to his brothers. Woodman is made of wood. So, you know, we've got, <laughs> he, he sings about how he has ostriches in his stage. Like he sound it's, it's such faux threatened, threatened yeah. menace. It's great. Um, Heat Man's like a badass. You yeah. Know? Like they, they really do a great job of just like looking in the artwork and looking at the game design and then creating a point of view off of that. Yeah. It's the uh, type of shit I would love to do. You yeah. Know? Like it's really good writing. <laughs> it is. And just to, for anybody that hasn't listened to it, when I'm talking, when we're talking about character progressions and point of views, uh, each song gives. Uh, a robot master or a character in the story, uh, sort of a, a, a perspective on their fleshed out personality. They all have been, while they've all been built by Dr. Wily and they've been given this mission uh, to like take over part of the city or beat Mega Man, they all have different ideas on how to do it mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. these songs, which is really cool. Yeah. Like, uh, and then this is kind of where I want the discussion to go, at least at this point, is talking about those character progressions. Some of the ones I found pretty interesting were like Snake Man, his song in the third album, he's literally just trying to convince Mega Man through words to join his side. 
to be like, hey, don't, yeah, don't, yeah. don't fight. We don't need to fight. Just yeah. join me, mm-hmm. and it'll be great because you know this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. Like that's great. That's yeah. so cool. No, it's it's really good. It's, I mean, I understand why it took them as long as it did to to put out each album. Mm-hmm. And but I think, God, I don't even know if there is a weak link in the albums. Well, there is one yeah. album I would argue. Is Tell me so. Uh, I listen to these pretty much in order. Mm. You know, Mega Man 1, 2, and 3, and I actually suggest people to do the same mm-hmm. because it's also a progression of the band's ability to achieve the concept that they're doing. I think they also find themselves along the way. Yeah. Uh, what order did you listen to them in? Um, I started with Get Equipped, which is kind of their, Album two. their big one. Um and then I skipped over Megatainment and went to... I had Get Acoustic, which is also great. Yeah. Uh, and then, Megatainment is the is the first one, Mega Man 1. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then I went into History Repeating Blue and Red. Gotcha. So then I went back and listened to kind of like the side albums of like Flying a Dog, Spark to War, uh, Megatainment. I don't, I don't think I actually ever listened to Demo Get, but I, I think Demo, Demo Get, Get is... Yeah, demo get is is songs. They're demo initial, versions of it's them. It's demo versions. This sure. was their very first release. Um, this is before Get Equipped, but it's it's just demo versions of other songs you've already heard. Right. Um, yeah. So I, what I see happen in, you know, these concept albums from Mega Man One, Two, and Three is, I see a progression of them going farther and farther in giving POVs to mm-hmm. the characters. And also, they, they keep a continuity in the characters. Mm-hmm. So in, in Mega Man 1, they're sort of just telling the same story. Uh, album 2, they're starting to play with this idea that, you know, maybe these Robo-Masters aren't happy with how they're... what they've been given, or mm-hmm. the body that they've been built. Mm-hmm. And then album 3, they're full-on exploring a whole new universe mm-hmm. like relationships get made when they weren't there before which i can't wait to get into uh but this is like uh the first edition of uh a robot master sort of just like not being happy yeah is uh is the annihilation of monstropolis airman yeah where he's like what is how do you think it feels when all i can do is push people away and there there is a lyric that is repeated in Needleman's song later on from this song because he's 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 got hands for needles like you know needles for hands like yeah his, his existence sucks yeah um you can't get close to anybody yeah yeah the annihilation of monsteropolis i i would be curious how they decided to put the order of mm. the boss master or the robot masters because i feel at least in get equipped the songs don't necessarily bounce into each other like there isn't yeah. necessarily a story. Yeah, they're sort of just like, yeah, slammed together. And I think I think they maybe have approached it like Mega Man, which is right. people are going to listen to the whatever ones they they're going to choose which Robot Master they want to listen to first. Right. You know? Which is a huge difference between album two and album three. Yeah. Uh, and I I would love to jump into album three, which is a, a two part rock opera. Yeah. History repeating is the entire album. But disc one is history repeating blue. 
Disc two is History Repeating Red, and it really takes the idea of giving a narrative to these this music and the game coming alive in the music to a whole new level. Mm-hmm. Like clearly, the songs have an order, at least mm-hmm. from top and bottom of each one, yeah. uh, and especially... Red has a huge order. Like yes. the whole last half of the album is really needs to be listened to in order because it's telling the progression of Proto Man. Uh, but I, yeah, where to I, start about album three? Well, and like I think it's worth noting, like, unlike Mega Man 2, which was just covered with one album, they decided to split three up into two albums, yep. which I think says a lot. And I don't know if you would agree with this, but I feel there's a sound and style change with album three like i feel album two is great um uh but it all exists in a similar box of rock Mm -hmm. album three and and i'm including blue and red as just album three yep uh they do a lot more experimentation they do a lot of different sound types yep you know like gemini man sounds very different from snake man who sounds very different from hard man yep um and i remember reading that they switched out some of their band members going into hmm. album three so i'm wondering if maybe that was part of the reason um i don't know i don't know, I don't uh, know. but i i do really i think it overall it's a better produced album like mm-hmm. the sound is very rich mm-hmm. these are deeper more complex songs uh and you're right they do experiment with different play uh, music styles yeah. there's yeah there's like rumba in some of these things and it's fascinating it's so interesting uh and they also go way deeper into what these characters could be like uh for example you get like the the first hit that i loved off of album three was don't mess with mega man magnet man <laughs> don't mess with Mag- magnet man was like a clear single to me and it explores the idea of magnet man falling in love with roll mega man's sister and kind of like being rebuffed it's it's so can we talk about this real quick? Yeah, please. Right, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thoughts about this. So, so the Magnet Man song. Um, so this was the first song I listened to when I when I got all of the everything about the Megas. This was my very first thing with the Megas because Magnet Man was my one of my favorite tracks from Mega Man Three. It's really yeah. It's it's Mega Man Three also was one of the first games I played as a kid. Hmm. It's and Magnet Man is the first boss that you're supposed to fight. Oh okay. And something about his music, like his chiptune music, is like so like circus happy compared to everything else, and it's so silly that I really wanted to see what they did with that song. Huh. And this was the first song that I listened to before acoustic, before anything. Like I just wanted to listen oh. to the song. Yeah, this was the oh. first oh, song man. I listened to. I listened to it, 
and was blown away mm. and then was like, okay, I need to go back yeah. and listen to Get Equipped and, and work my way up to this because this is really interesting and good. Um, yeah, and everything you said about, you know, he's Magnet Man, so let's make him attracted to roll. And let's see, you know, like he's trying to date Mega Man's sister and he's yeah. got to defeat Mega Man. Like it's so, it, the song is so interesting because it's not about like fighting Mega Man. It's about like trying to date Mega Man's sister. Yeah. <laughs> and he almost fights Mega Man who shows up in this town. Yep. Uh, in this town. Yep. Mm-hmm. Shows up and he's like, all right, I'm going to fight you, but I have to fight you in order to to get the person I love. Yeah. Cause she's saying like I can't I can't be with you because my my family my brother doesn't think we can be together. Yeah. Essentially, like it's it's doing like sort of like West Side Story yes, in yes. in one Robot Master song. There there is such a West Side like a musical theater <laughs> aspect to it that I really love. Yeah. Um, and that line about like my you know my dad wants to rule the world don't let that come between us girl you know like I love I love uh. that I love it. It's, it's so good. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it brings in the irony of, you know, the way that he's built. Like, even though I can attract everything that I can see, I can't mm-hmm. attract you to me. Yeah. And, like, that's... Uh, it, it's giving this... It, it's making flawed characters yeah. in the Robot Masters. It's good. Yeah. It, uh, so that, that was, like, my the single that I love the most on Re- History Repeating Blue. Um, Is that your favorite song? No, we'll get into that. Oh, okay, I okay, want to get okay, into okay, that okay. a little bit later. Um, it's, uh, what from, What was your peak on Red? Like what song I really... Yeah, were you gra- did you gravitate to any particular song on Red? Yeah, I... Um, I really liked... Of the dark. Oh yeah. Um, I can't get the lyrics up here on my computer, unfortunately. That's Shadow um, Man. It is Shadow Man. Um, because again, like it's another song. So Mega Man, I do like Mega Man Three more than Mega Man Two. Mm-hmm. No, I would concede Two is probably the better game. Probably. <laughs> I, I just right. say that reticently. But, yeah. Um, uh, Afraid of the dark, and then I'm not the break man are both. Yeah. really fantastic i liked afraid of the dark at first the most and then was like oh no i really love proto man like i really love what they've done with proto man here yeah and then went back and forth and yeah yeah so tell me what you think uh of the character progression of some of these main characters i, I sort of want to walk through them one by one the the first one being Mega Man. so you know, we start off in uh, Megatainment, the first album, and you get just sort of taken through the mm-hmm. game with Mega Man. You don't get much as other perspective on it. Mm-hmm. But you do start getting it and get, get equipped, and certainly in our third album of History Repeating. Walk me through what you think his, his character progression is. You know, like, I don't notice his nearly as much mm. as the others. And okay. I think it's because it's I... It's not strong. It's, I, I don't know if they actively chose to not touch Mega Man as much, because there's, like, a song with Dr. Light mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And um, But, like, Mega Man himself, uh, I feel he kind of stays at, as, you know... Well, that's not true. I guess, I guess, like, the song where I hear Mega Man the most is 
history repeating part two like the actual sure intro to the blue album yep um and i i love that song it's so good um but i think he kind of just i think he's the closest to what he is in the games which he's you know reluctant robot warrior blowing people up that uh that is certainly there although i would i would tend to disagree that he is uh that much the same i think they expanded on him mostly because they specifically in his relationship with dr light like one he started at the end of two he starts questioning you know is should i be doing this yes and while that is part of the character in the games it's always in sort of this existential quandary Mm -hmm. should i be fighting in general limitations of a war machine Mm mm-hmm But this is the song written to him walking in the rain. Yep. Yep. The end of Mega Man 2. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, actually, I was talking about the end of Get Equipped. He starts talking. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yep. Mm -hmm. Lamentation of the War War Machine. And at the end of uh, History Repeating, and and really in, in that Lamentations, he actually starts questioning whether or not it was right for Dr. Light to send him on this. And I think that gets extended expanded upon in in the third album and he starts having a negative opinion about dr light in in some of these songs where he's like i don't i don't think i should be put in this position Mm. it's not the most prominent Mm -hmm. of the lyrics it's usually bounced off of proto-man bounced off of light bounced off of dr wiley but it's i think it's really interesting that they've taken this character that you know, at the end of two, he's like, great, I defeated Dr. Wily. We won't have to do this again. And at the beginning of three, he's like, wait, what the heck? Yeah. I have to go fight everybody again? Mm-hmm. Why? I think this is a brilliant comment on Capcom, mm-hmm. you know? Sure. Um, and I think it's wise they didn't go past Mega Man 3. Thus far. Uh, thus far. Thus yeah. We don't know. It, it'll be tough to top this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, all the games are—they're—they are, they are what they are. You—you you have to repeat. Yes, but two and two and three are the loved ones. Yes, they are loved. People love those games. Yeah. Um, you don't hear love for four, five, six, or even one necessarily, even though they are—I would argue—they are good games. Right. Uh, th- yeah. So, if Mega Man gets progressed in this way, uh. What do you, uh, and feel free to just be like, tell me what you think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm interested to hear your perspective on the other characters as well. Like, how do you think Dr. Light gets progressed? I, th- I love that. I feel they put like this um, desperation and like frustration into Dr. Light. And then at one point, oh, which song? I Want to Watch You Die yeah, is Dr. Light's song. That's, that's the song that like sticks out to most to me, mm-hmm. Dr. Light, as far as like, yeah, because he's like dripping into revenge yeah, and like, saying like so frustrated with Wily. Yeah, and Doctor Light is not portrayed this way in the games at all. At all. At all. At all. He's <laughs> he's altruistic. He's you know right. always positive. Right. With the robot masters, since they don't really have personalities in the game aside from just their sprite work, I feel they can put anything on top of them. Right. Proto Man, I actually really loved what they did with him. Yeah. Cause I, but that also fits into the game. But Dr. Light, you just don't... He's always portrayed as like a plucky Santa Claus. Yeah. Um, so it's really interesting to hear him like want 
Dr. Wiley to die. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know. Uh, and they give him, you know, actual good emotional reasons. Yeah. Like he's, no, yeah. Uh, I think one of the lines is like, you sent my son back to me. Yes. Uh, in, in pieces. Mm-hmm. I think describing probably proto man like my my first son back to me i think he describes him and and he's just like torn up by that yeah and he's like i don't i don't want you to live anymore mm-hmm. i want to i want to be the one to watch you die mm-hmm. like that is cold it's great it's 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 great it's wonderfully dark i mean this is this is what these albums do really well which is they just go all over the place they nothing is off limits and everything is a fun experiment and you know, like this is in the same album with Magnet Man. Yeah. You know, the, he's the, Magnet Man's a comedy piece almost. It's great. And then you've got uh, I don't remember how Continue ends, but this is second to last in this album. The, you know, this is the order that you're going in. Right. Yeah. Um, and you're getting this dark perspective of of the like yeah father figure yeah. to Mega Man. Um. Uh, tell me uh, more about how you feel like they did with Proto Man. This portrayal of proto-man which i think is actually the closest of all the characters yes he he's pretty much a spot on from the games just taken to a whole new uh level i think this is this is you know i think it's almost like proto-man is the main villain of of the songs you know like we even if you look at the album art you know blue is Mega Man firing at proto man who is on the red cover I don't know if they released those covers at the same time, if it was just the blue cover for a long time. Yeah. The two covers go together. Yep. You can put them next to each other and they mm-hmm. make a full piece. Um, and I think it's really interesting that they really leaned into making him like this real and really, really angry, failed creation that he's like pissed off of, at Mega Man for. And this is how Proto Man is portrayed in the comic books. He doesn't have much in the games. You think he's pissed off at Mega Man? Uh, it depends which comic book you're reading. Oh, oh, are you talking about from the comics or from the albums here? I feel in the album he's mad at Mega Man, but only because he views Mega Man as an extension yeah. of everything else. Of Dr. Light. Of Dr. Light. Yeah. And I mean, the album Blue opens with the two of them singing counter to each other, you know, mm-hmm. at one point, which I think is really great. And almost a little Les Mis, Les Mis, Les Mis a little bit there. Um... But Proto Man himself, like in the game, he doesn't, he doesn't, you don't get much from him for a long time, if at all. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's the cool brother and that's all you know. Um, right. I love He, he begins as a mystery. Yeah. And, and, and he kind of does in the, in the albums here. Mm-hmm. But I see him as being extremely mad at Dr. Light. Mm-hmm and views Mega Man through that prism of like Dr. Light choosing mm-hmm. not to save him, basically. Yes. And instead choosing someone to replace him. Yeah. And so he, he doesn't like Mega Man. He's angry at Mega Man because he's replaced him in yep. the father that he doesn't want anyways, mm-hmm. but still feels scorned by, which is like, Oh, so rich. Yeah. Uh, and there's a line in I think I'm not the Brake Man where he's, where he's like they lost me, forgot me, made you from parts of me. Yeah. Yes. If you're the one, my father's son, what am I supposed to be? Yeah. 
And I, this is just like this tragic story of a person that has lost his purpose. Mm-hmm. He's st- he still wants to be a person, but he can't in his mind, mm-hmm. uh, which is just fascinating. Yeah, no, I think it's... I'm glad that they made him serious. I'm glad that they focused on him in this way. Because mm-hmm. um, they could have really... They could have easily have done this album like they did Get Equipped. Like, oh, yeah. Do the Robot Masters. Oh, easily. And uh, one or two extra songs and that's it. But I think like adding this extra operatic depth to it almost of like this rock opera between these two robots yeah um and this father figure and whatnot uh i would say the one character who i feel isn't really talked about much and maybe i i'm just not remembering a song very well about him is wiley yeah wiley actually i think you're right in saying that proto man is the main uh villain in this Mm -hmm. it's certainly like Mega Man eventually meets his biggest um, rival in Proto Man through mm-hmm. the progression of these albums. Wiley just sort of like sets up the context mm-hmm. of of this, and it, he's not talked about hardly at all. I think he's only mentioned in like from his perspective. Does he have a song? In, or yeah, song? it's a uh, Gamma Unchained. Oh, I thought it was Gamma's song. I mean, it's Gamma's song, okay. but Wiley is talking about him. Okay. And he's he's giving a lot of his perspective in that song. Okay. And and this is really the only song you get where you you see his character progressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I've seen from from what they did with him is they they whether or not he started out as being you know straight classic bad guy in two in three at least in the course of this one song i feel like he one doesn't understand why people think he's a bad guy Mm -hmm. so you're getting a straight perspective of oh he legitimately thinks what he's doing is good he's doing something for the betterment of humankind in his mind Mm -hmm. uh and he gives away he still wants to do something but he believes that he can't so he gives his power to gamma unchained while in the game that was all like a subversive plot right it was it was a subversive plot and gamma is kind of like the threat right of the game right which is what's interesting about the album is it's it's proto man yeah really um, mm-hmm. gamma's not even referenced in red right so, no like, no yeah it's uh, yeah you and, get it in just in blue yeah there's no conflict between Mega Man and gamma no you know um like i'm not the break man proto man's big song starts with this intro of like the sound of something landing and like opening up and oh that that's out. actually the that the, 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 wet, the red song the red song which sorry. is a very interesting song yeah. that i want to talk about changed his character like he he believes he's a good guy Mm -hmm. and 
Gamma going aw- awry is sort of just like a big mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, although at the end of Gamma Unchained, he does admit that he's going insane. <laughs> like, 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 okay, which is not exactly the most right. realistic of lines, That's but fine. maybe it's just internal That's monologue. That's fine. <laughs> But yeah, the Red Song, uh, getting back to Proto Man. So the Red Song is a, a, is a pretty interesting song. It's not really, uh, um, it's certainly not musical. It, there is no music. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, and it's like 20 seconds long? Yeah, 30 like seconds? 20, 30. Uh, no, it's actually a minute. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's more of a plot interstitial, and it's all Foley. This I have seen in a lot of covers for like video games oh, okay um like the castlevania soundtrack like there's one point where like you hear simon walking and the sound of a door opening and then they go into vampire killer sure. or whatever like sure yeah just to give it some like ambiance mm-hmm. some, some yeah i don't know if that's um, is that an american thing i don't do american do american um albums do this like i've heard this all the time oh. in japanese albums uh i don't think so okay uh, you might get into some stuff in, like, super narrative prog rock stuff. Okay, yeah. Uh, I've had, I've had songs in there where it's just, like, narrative-y plot stuff. Okay. Um, without going into examples, which will be of no use here. Will be, will not help our listening audience, <laughs> except for those in prog, because I do like, Germany listeners. Super right. sci-fi narrative stuff, so like it helps to get a little bit of yeah. what the heck is going on. Mm-hmm. But this song is just literally like Mega Man running, hearing Mega Man, Re, uh, Proto Man's song. The whistle. Uh, the yep. whistle, mm-hmm. the red song, and then Proto Man like landing in front of him, which... And then they start fighting. Like, you hear this yeah. charge up, which I'm supposing is Proto Man, like, mm-hmm. going to fight Mega Man. And that's the beginning of sort of like the last, I don't know, quarter of the Red, uh, History Repeating Red, which is just them mm-hmm. sort of like talking about their relationship. Yes. And like this takes us out. And Proto yeah. Man's perspective on his history and mm-hmm. life as a robot mm-hmm. like he has these ideas of like i'm just programmed to do what i'm gonna do and i'm okay with that yeah he doesn't really believe in free will which is expressed uh i think in like make your choice or i'm not the break man and the rest of this is kind of mega man being like i don't i don't believe that i don't i think we can still choose what we're going to do i don't know how they did this <laughs> Right? I like, don't know is, how they did this. This is why I listen to it so many times, is I'm just flabbergasted with the depth that they've added to these characters. It's a whole layer that did not need to be there. They could mm-hmm. have they could have they could not have done this and it'd still be really good. But the fact that they do this is really what makes I think these two albums their best work. Oh, easily. Like, um even and... though their whole discography is is good. Uh, and I think an interesting question would like I think it's clear that album three is uh, just far and away the best. Yeah. But which one do you think is better, red or blue? Well, I, I don't know if better is mm. the right one. Which which one do you like more? Blue has my favorite song of theirs. Is it my hands down favorite Mag- song? Magnet Man. No, Magnet Man oh. is actually not my favorite song. It's the song I listened to first. Okay. Um, but it's not my favorite song that they have done. 
Okay. Um, my favorite song that they have done is History Repeating Part 2. Oh, yes, and yes, it, yes, yes. It, it really works with Part 1. Mm-hmm. You know, like the two effectively go together. Yeah. It's just a remix of, uh, it's a, it's their cover of the Mega Man 3 title theme, which is this weird kind of like bluesy jazz opening, and then it goes into rock in the game. And if you've ever been to like, have you ever been to Video Games Live? Yeah. You went to Video Games Live? Yeah. Oh, it's so great, isn't it? It's wonderful. Um, they at the when I, when I went to see the concert, they did their Mega Man montage. Mm. Um, and when they got to Mega Man Three, everything stops, and the solo guitarist like starts playing the song, and it's like this kind of bluesy, rocky version of that first intro bit. And then they go into the main theme, and it's so the song itself is just set up that way. It's so interesting. Um, so for part two. It's asking the thing that we're all like asking is like, oh, we got to do this again. Yeah. We got to do this again. And it's like this great, like, you know, Mega yeah, Man. Like, like from, from Mega Man's perspective, he, he has to be called to like save the world and beat robots. Again. Right. You know, and, and you're like, wait, what the heck? But it's also him like, you know, standing up for his destiny. But then it's also the introduction of Proto Man. And they have this kind of counter sing off. Like it's. I mentioned this earlier, but it's kind of the most Les Mis part of the album, I feel. I mean, there's a few parts that are like that. Which but... is like, it, it's like setting the, the whole story. Mm-hmm. It's an it's overview. Setting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's great. It was my workout song for a long time. It's a fantastic song. Like when I need to run faster in my cardio sets, I put this song on. Wow. Like to really carry me. Cool. So, yeah. Yeah. It is like a, the album History of Peating Blue is so cool because it's it's sort of like setting up this whole idea that it, this is really, I think, overall, you know, where you get Mega Man's progression mm-hmm. started of like, I can't believe I'm doing this again. Yeah. I don't know that I should be doing this. And when you ask me between Red and Blue, like, which is, I I don't know if I can tell you which is the better album. They both do really interesting things. Yeah. You know, like, the Blue album has Magnet Man on it. The Red album has Gemini Man's song, which is this weird, like, what is the music style? This is this is what I was referencing before. It seemed like a like a samba. Yeah. Like, like
album yeah. the song is like that's that's taken from the original song yes yes they they mixed a mm-hmm. different music style in there mm-hmm. um yeah 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 i so i was uh fortunate or unfortunate either way to like listen to blue first before red was even out now like they, had blue they, already been out when you became a fan no i i i got in on album oh, too you had so you had game of thrones I level had, waiting yeah Ugh. and like pining away in a room where no one no one understood what was going on because yeah. no no one no one cares yeah at that point it wasn't good enough to talk about to other people nope. it was just like slightly better covered music yeah for video games but listening to blue i was like this is amazing oh my god Mm -hmm. i can't imagine that they would do anything better with red and And it's great red is really good i honestly think red's better fair enough i you know i think the the last quarter where it's proto man and mega man talking to each other like i've teared up during those songs and the beginning Robot Master songs, I think, are really inventive. Like Gemini, uh, Gemini, Harder yeah. Than Steel is like. Oh this, my god, I love Harder Than Steel. I, 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 like, it conjures a, these images of like Rocky, yeah, and like and so like training. So Steel Man mm-hmm. is portrayed as a boxer, Hard Man, or Hard Man. Hard I'm man. sorry, not Steel Man, Hard Man, who looks like he's made of steel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Hard Man is sort of like this. He's a Rocky character in this in this song. He's a retired boxer, essentially. So which he's he's a retired fighter. Yeah, a retired fighter. I think they do make like boxing metaphors. Yeah, because he hangs up his gloves. Yes, he yeah. hangs up his gloves. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which uh, now now I'm thinking about it, I don't know that it makes a lot of sense as like a character that he's a retired fighter. Yeah, I. I but like, yeah. yeah. The gloves thing I really appreciate because hard yeah. man's power is that your hand flies off. Exactly. It comes flying off to hit someone. So yep. I love that. Um, but yeah, the song, the song, another, another, another song that helps me get through my workout if I need oh, it to. It's, uh, it, it's wonderful. But then you have like the haystack principle. Oh, haystack principle is super cool. With freaking needle man. Needle man, like sort of being, um, upset with his maker yeah well, of course he's with, made of needles dr wiley is like i can't i can't get close to anybody yes he wants yes. to he wants to have friendships he wants to have family but he can't because anytime someone gets close to him he injures them and for those in the listening audience who don't know needle man has needles for hands <laughs> he has no hands he just has giant needles yeah. yeah, I really. You, when you look at the robot, you feel really bad because he just has giant needles for hands. He can't hug anyone. I mean, he's he's a perfect villain, like in terms of uh, you built this guy to gouge someone for sure. Right, right. But I, as a character, yeah. as a person, it's just heartbreaking. I feel they looked at him and they were like, "How's this dude hold a cup of coffee?" You know? Yeah. <laughs> and from there, it's just like, "How does this dude hug someone?" <laughs> he can't. He must hate that yeah it's so good and and they get really deep into it they have a whole section where they're like how how can i retract these claws and they have an opposing voice saying you can't those are your hands he's like how can i take back the damage that i've caused like Mm -hmm. he's hurt someone and they're like you can't 
So I have a weird question for you. Yeah. I have a weird question. So uh, uh, pushing this onto me was an easy task because I love video game music. <laughs> have you ever presented the album to someone and then when they found out, like when you, do you ever tell them that it's not video game music? Like, do you ever just say, hey, listen to this and you don't tell them? That's an interesting quandary I've gotten through that I would like to talk about. Like, how good is this just as standalone music? Like, without it hmm. being a video game cover, uh, does can this hold up to a muggle, basically? And I would say probably not. Oh, you don't think so? I think it's good enough music. I don't mm -hmm. think it would hook someone that isn't... I don't think it would hook hmm. someone as be nearly as valuable uh, if they didn't at least have some connection with the character Mega Man. Hmm. Do you think... You know, this is that's interesting you say that. I went to the Zelda concert when it last came through Chicago, mm. um, thanks to my wife. Thank you, wife. And we were there, and there are tons of nerds there. There's people in Zelda cosplay, and this is woman sitting next to me. And uh, she leans over and she's like, "Have you played these games?" And I was, and I was kind of <laughs> like, "Of course." Taken aback because I was like, "Oh yeah, I have." And I was like, "Have you?" have you not played Ocarina of Time or Skyward Sword? And she's like, no, I've never played a Zelda game. And I was like, oh. I was like, are you here with someone? You know, like maybe a kid or a boyfriend or whatever? And she's like, no, I've just, I heard the music once and then slowly like heard more of it. And mm -hmm. then I just really love the music. So she goes to the concerts because she legitimately really just likes the Zelda music. They do show parts of the game. Sure. So she knows the story of the game. Um, but she she literally just likes that music. Um, I don't know where I was going with That's that. That's cool. But I, yeah. I think it's probably a little bit different in mm -hmm. that you're not dealing with lyrics. And yes. it's very orchestral. So it's kind of like getting just a video game sort of tinge on an orchestral piece. But I mean, there's there's a lot of like there's a lot of bad music out there that people love. Like sure. bad music. Sure. And I, I mean, surely this then would at least compete with that. I mean, I would say that anybody that listens to the Proto Men should listen to this. Okay. Like, it's exactly the same value of that, but I think better done. What if I only listen to Ariana Grande? If you only listen to Ariana Grande, <laughs> let me introduce you to the song Magnet Man. <laughs> uh, don't mess with Magnet, Magnet Man. It's perfect for you. And is a pop hit on this album three. I'm not. I'm not a great person to ask about like pop hit music. I I am notoriously bad about pop hit music. Um, I I I don't listen to Adele. I I, I called her Adelaide for the longest time because I thought that's <laughs> how you said her name. And I oh Adelaide Adelaide Adelaide. Um, which you know what that is a pretty name also. Sure. Um. So I'm I'm not a good person to ask how this competes against contemporary music but you don't think it you don't think it holds up very well uh it's it's tough like I, all the lyrics are couched in characters they're all couched in like hmm. perspectives that are referencing a thing hmm. and while like they are very good songs on their own um pop songs are referencing human existence human huh. you know happenings feelings what have you all of these songs have to do with Mega man hmm. 
So I don't. I just don't think. But they have I'd feelings. Be, I would be afraid that people wouldn't be able to relate to them as mm. as easily. And I haven't really. Uh, I haven't really tested that. You should um, test it. You should try and push this onto a newbie. Sure. Sure. See how it goes. Yeah, I mean, I would not have them listen to anything but album three. Mm-hmm. But yeah, album three would be great for them to go through. I was I was listening to this in the car when Melissa was asleep, and she woke up and she's like. Yeah, haven't you done? Have you done this with, with Melissa? No, no, because Melissa and I have very different m- musical tastes. Mm. Um, she has good music taste, and I, she would argue I have bad music taste. Um, we were, but we were driving <laughs> along, and she's like, she's like, is this, is this train? Who is this? Who, who are we listening to? I was like, oh, this is not train. Oh, that's funny. You know, and then I explained to her what it was, and she's like, really sounds like the dude from Nickelback. Ah! And I was like. Oh, it does a little bit. <laughs> yeah, his his voice is uh, in that space. Yeah, yeah, definitely, you know? definitely. That's not necessarily a slight for me, but I totally get why people might be upset with that. So, uh, so what do you think the most inventive song on album three is? Um. It's not my favorite song, but I do think Gemini Eye is their is their most inventive song. Me too. It's 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 such an interesting musical style that it stands out from everything else. Like mm-hmm. it really stands out. But the the story it tells of of yeah, this recap kind of well, I'll try and recap it as best I can. Um, this kind of like private eye who has, if I'm remembering this correctly, been ordered by Wiley to go investigate this thing and then gets trapped in the room. It has to wait for Mega Man to show up and kill him, right? Am oh, I remembering this? Oh, no, no. What am I thinking of? Uh, you're right. Um, but Gemini is a trap. So he's a he's a private eye. Yeah. And Mega Man goes to him. Oh, it's Mega Man. Uh, as far as I can tell, the story is Mega Man goes to Gemini to solve this problem of, like, he feels followed. For some reason. Yeah. And this is just a completely invented story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Gemini is like, great, I'm going to help you out. Uh, and in them going through their investigation together, Gemini re- is like sort of revealed to be the bad guy. But something starts going on in that like Gemini, Mega Man is like becoming Gemini or something like that. And it's, it's doing, it, I think it's, trying to musically take the idea that Gemini splits in two and has like a, a shadow version of himself. Mm-hmm. And I think he's projecting that on Mega Man and hmm. Mega Man is sort of like losing his sense of self. Uh, and then he gets trapped in a room with Gemini and he, and Mega Man is like, I'm going to kill the, like, I'm going to, I'm going to get the rat who's like the spying on me. And it, it's it turns out that it's gemini and he's like surprised by that because it's 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 a reveal it's the person that's Mm -hmm. been helping him see this is why this song is really interesting because we're not really like every time i listen to it i listen i'm like i feel i'm learning a new thing and i've i've listened to this song so many times yeah and like poured over the lyrics there's no clear answer here about what exactly is going on but it's fascinating mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. tremendously inventive because 
This is all completely made up for the most part, uh, except for like the basic of the music. And it's telling this whole new, st it, it really, you know what it feels like? It feels like a holodeck episode of TNG. Like it's really funny you mentioned Star Trek because I just talked to Star about Star Trek with somebody else on their podcast. <laughs> like something completely separate of the storyline, mm, but yeah. taking characters and putting them in in different positions. Yeah, I feel of all the songs, this is this song you could let someone listen to, uh, disconnected yeah. from the game. Yeah, you know, it's like a noir, and disconnected noir from the novella. album. Yeah, it's a it's a weird yeah. noir novella. That's a that's mm -hmm. the perfect description of it. Um, what's your least favorite? <laughs> you know, I, which I hate to say, but on, on, on album three or uh, overall, 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 overall. I mean, we're gonna get into like the first album, where some of those songs are not that great. Megatainment, Megatainment, yeah. yeah. I let's skip Megatainment, Megatainment, yeah. It's... Keep that off the table. Yeah. Uh, I haven't listened through Get Equipped in a while. You should. I should. Yeah. You should. Honestly, what immediately comes to mind is Fly on a Dog. Mm, yeah. It, yeah. It's not doing mm -hmm. a lot. And, like, I've never had an emotional connection with Rush. And it's very repetitive without being, like, very rewarding. When I love Rush, and I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, you know? Not that great. No. Um, and this is, like, what they teased History Repeating Red with. And really like, what oh man i could see how that would be a little yeah like, disheartening even the logo the dog like, was a little uh little ep in itself oh interesting huh yeah yeah flying a dog is is not great it's not bad it's just yeah it, yeah. yeah compared to the rest of the album it's it doesn't even hold a candle to the entire rest of the album. Mm -hmm, <laughs> like mm -hmm. you go straight into Harder Than Steel and mm -hmm. Gemini, Haystack, Afraid of the Dark, then the Proto Man saga. Like this is the only weak point on Red. No, I agree. It's I agree. You're not wrong. Ugh. Uh so we are nearing the hour mark. Great. Uh so what other, we should probably slowly wrap this up. Okay, cool. Um, final it, questions. Final questions. Yay! So I think we've talked about your favorite song, mm -hmm. uh, which was History Repeating Part 2. And my favorite song is probably Harder Than Steel. No, really? no, no, Melody from the Past. Oh, yeah, Melody, Melody from, from the Past. Melody great, from right? the Past. I literally have teared up during that song. It's great. Like, it's, mm -hmm. it's like... And it's it, the closing song of the whole shebang. Yep. Yeah. It's great. Uh, what is your favorite... Is your favorite Robot Master song, Gemini? Oh, that's... Because mine is probably harder than Steel. Like, I can listen to that thing over and over again and just still get pumped up. Uh... That's a wise question because that removes history repeating. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's different classes. Like they, yeah. they're like they're all standalone songs. Um, I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Let me see here. I'm trying to find. Yeah, I'll I'll go out on a, a limb here. <laughs> no pun intended and say i really like the woodman song no really i really do 
because it's it's it's, <laughs> it's it's so cheeky it's so cheeky like the lyrics literally are like ca- carved from a mighty oak this is not a joke and and woodman makes no sense within the pantheon of robot masters no like why would you make a wood robot right why and how does he how does that work <laughs> you have flame man why would you make a wood robot yeah you know and i love like how serious woodman takes himself yeah he's he's definitely got some bravado yeah uh you know and and he's oh where's there's one oh where is it oh i rule the forest and all the trees like it has this kind of great counter yeah. uh, melody in line that sings through it from time to time that i think yeah. is just a lot of fun it's a fun song to sing with like do you sing to any of the songs oh like, absolutely i should ask you that absolutely because we should we should figure out which song is the best song to sing to mm-hmm. um mm-hmm and I love both versions of Woodman's song. Even the acoustic oh, yeah. one is yeah. great. Yeah, the acoustic version of, of Get Equipped is, is really fun. It is. Uh, yeah. Um, Bubble Man also has that sort of like juxtaposition of... Mm-hmm. But it, it, it in his song, he realizes that he's ridiculous. That yes. his, pow- his like attack is Bubbles. Yes. And he looks ridiculous. And so his whole song is him just trying to prove himself. Yeah. It's just yeah. be like, I, I'm going to show all you guys that I will be a force to be reckoned with, yeah. even though I shoot bubbles. Yes. I. Which is I great. Like, yes. playing with that. Mm-hmm. Mm. So much fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the rest of my notes were all sort of going through particular songs that I wanted to hit on, but we hit them all. So where do they go? Oh, yeah, where... W- w- yeah. Where... I, I think... If I think they, they're done. I do think that they're probably... With Mega Man? I, th- I think they might be done as a band. Oh, I, could have be. They, have they... Could I, be. I don't know if they've done a performance in a long time. Maybe not. Because uh, Red came out when? 2014? T- Red came out 12... Or no, Blue Ooh. came out in 12. Red came out in 14. Okay. The Belmonts, the <clears throat> Castlevania EP, which also is a great listen... Uh, came out in 2016. Okay. So they're still on track to doing something, maybe, in 2018, 2019? That'd be great if they did. Um, if they did, I would hope that they abandon Mega Man. Okay. Uh, and do Mega Man X. I agree. That and would they, be fantastic. They have made comments as to such, mm. um, which is why the Belmont castlevania album really like took me for a loop because oh, it was sure. like you're like that's oh. unexpected yeah it was really unexpected um yeah and Mega Man x has really great music it has fantastic music if you're gonna yeah. do any of the x games just do x yeah um and they so, could really just i mean they could if they want to go in a completely different direction they could like they've done a great job with castlevania which is not as like character inventive but it does tell a cool story and do a cool sound. I think the problem of Castlevania and X is mm-hmm. um, those games do have stories. Yep. They do have established points of view. They have yep. characterization. They have plot. Yep. So I think they, that the what the Megas are the best at is taking something that doesn't have that right. and inventing it. But now they, they have to... I don't know. I, I could see them... That being a, a roadblock for them, which is maybe yeah. why and we it, haven't heard it anything. Might just be like, this is what they sought to do, and they did mm-hmm. a very good job. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I would be very happy with that mm-hmm. if they didn't do anything past uh, 
the third album, History Repeating, I would be, I would still be fine. We, you know, we've got Red and Blue, we've got oh. Acoustic, we've got a quit. You know, we've got great albums. Yeah, it would be tough. It it would be tough to top that History Repeating within the Mega Man scene. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't want them to try to do that. And you're right, X has really some of the things that Mega Man was dealing with mm-hmm. in these albums that they're putting in there. So they kind of like already did. They those already did it. Mm-hmm. Even yeah, yeah. Uh, it would be I don't know. It would be interesting to maybe get a better perspective on Sigma. Um, mm-hmm. Or Vile. Vile. You know, Vile's but an interesting Vile character. doesn't have a song. Yeah. You know, like there's yeah. he has no theme at all actually in that game. Oh, that's true. Well, he has no musical. Well, he has like the like creepy suspenseful music where he's trapped sure. here in the very beginning of yeah. the game. That's not a lot to go off of. No. Um, but they made a whole song about Continue, which is from the Continue music. Sure, that's true. So, they did. Like, they did. They can. They can they do did. a lot with a little. I mean, you can tell the story. The story of this is that like the the founder of the band sang to the games when he was a kid. Like he would play Mega Man Two, and while he was playing Bubble Man stage, he would just kind of like do some lyrics on the spot and then eventually he wrote them down and it actually became a song and he played that for someone and then they started a band hmm. so this really comes from a place of like these guys love these games and they've been doing it a long time yeah so i've got to imagine this is really hard to do yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh and harder to do if you're not loving it right but you know if if they can do it with anything Mega Man x is what i hope they they do it with so yeah it would we'll be see. fun to see them see them uh do something with Mega Man x yeah and even I, if it's not the same concept yeah and and you mentioned the proto men earlier mm-hmm. and it's weird because i know more people who have who have heard of the proto men and not the megas oh absolutely which is a shame because all the people i've talked to yeah yeah uh and within the world of like game music i feel the megas have not gotten what they are due you know, yeah. they really deserve a lot of attention. Yeah. So, dear listener, if you're listening, go check out the Megas because they're really, really good. Their music is fantastic. So It's true. And if you only have time, listen to album three. But if you can afford the time, mm-hmm. I would really suggest listening to them in order. Yes. You get, you get a wonderful breadth of progression, not only in, in how much they play with the characters, but also an appropriate progression in improving music styles. Yeah, and if you're, I mean, if you're a Mega Man fan, you you should, especially of two or three, you should go listen to this. And yeah. if you like Adele, as the correct say, way to say her name that we've learned tonight, then maybe listen to this, but realize Adele's probably better. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Chris. This is yeah. wonderful to get to talk to you about one of my favorite video game cover band sure thing man uh i don't know what the shape the show will take but um thank you so much for being on all the episodes that we've done up until this point so my pleasure it's always good to be here